Welcome to God Life Broadcast with Pastor Michael Ofori, the founder and head pastor of God Life Central Church, a rapidly growing church in Kumasi, Ghana. Pastor Michael carries a unique teaching ministry characterized by the demonstration of the spirit and power. Now, let us join him. Today, I want to talk about symbols of the word of God. Symbols of the word of God. Let's go at Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the word of God, I want you to open your mouth and read. Ready, go. For the word of God is living and powerful. The word of God is what? The word of God is what? (laughs) For the word of God is living and powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword. The word is living and powerful. Sharper. Than any two-edged sword. Passing even to the division of the soul and the spirit. And of the joints and marrow. And it is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Listen, this scripture is very powerful. It says, the word of God. The word of God is living. Number one. The word of God is active. It's alive. There is life in the word. Listen. You see, as I'm, I'm holding this microphone, what is making this microphone work is that there is life. There is electric power or life, energy in it. You may not see it, but there is power. It is alive. There is life in God's word. It says when you speak God's word, power comes out. Can I prove that to you? In, in Mark chapter 1, verse 32, in the Bible, Mark chapter 1, verse 32, Bible says Jesus was in the, ten, was in the synagogue, in the temple, in the church. He was speaking. Listen. At evening, when the sun had set, they brought to him all who were sick and those who were possessed with demons. And the whole city was gathered together at the door. Then he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many diseases. And he did not allow the devils to speak because they knew him. Now in the morning, having rise up a long while before daylight, he went out and departed in the solitude. Jesus healed people with all, with all, Forms of sickness and disease. But how did he do that? Mark 1, 27. 27, look at that. Then they were all amazed. 23. Now there was, in the, there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit. And he cried out. This verse. Sing, let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are. You are the Holy One of God. That's one. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit has convulsed and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of him. Then they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority he commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. When Jesus spoke, when Jesus spoke, unclean spirits obeyed him. The word. Say the word. So he says, the word of God 
is living. In other words, there is life. The life there, there, there's a life generator in the word. There's a man, I hear, there's a man who had an accident. When he was, when he had an accident, when he had an accident, he was listening to preaching in his car. Are you here with me? He was traveling. And then he was listening to preaching in his car. The car was going, he was listening to his pastor. And then he was going. And then not knowing that an articulator truck has pulled on the way. So he just turned a curve. And then here was the, 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 the sports car. And then he went under it. He was pronounced dead. They carried him and they took him to a mortuary. Right? They had not put him inside the, the freezer. Then they were looking for his family. So they were calling. They are trying to find out. Checking his ID cards and everything. Bleeding all over. And then the, they, 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 they were able to locate his family member. Then they came to the, hosp- the hospital, the mortuary. When they came and went to the bench where they had laid him to identify him. The moment they opened the, the cloth that was covering his face, the moment they opened the cloth, his eyes opened. And the, the man said, but he was dead. He started breathing. And then they asked him, what happened? And he said, he was listening to preaching. And then when the car went under the articulator track, the preaching was still playing. And then they took him from the car and brought him to, to the mortuary. He says, at the mortuary, he could hear the message in his mind. He could hear it. And the, he said, and the word was moving through him. Moving through him. Listen. Moving through his whole being. Moving like scanning him. He could hear the word, like the power, the energy in the word. Then the way they open, his eyes open. The word of God has power. It's life. Jesus would go to somebody's house. Huh? In Mark chapter 5. The girl who, the, the daughter of Jack, who was dead. Jesus held her hand. He said, Abaya, sorry. Little girl, get up. Rise up. No prayer. Nothing. Then the little girl will come back to life. What is it? The word. The word. In every situation you find yourself. You know what? What the devil. I told you some time ago. I said listen. Satan didn't steal anything. What Satan steals is the word of God from your heart. If you can. If you can take the word. From your. Look. You come to church. Right inside the church. There are distractions. He says. The sower went out to sow. Some fell. Where? By the wayside. And he said, the one that fell by the wayside, he said, the birds of the air. When he was describing the birds of the air, when Jesus was explaining, he said, the birds of the air, referring to the devil. He comes and he what? He takes it. So the word doesn't have any impact. Some of you come to church, you never, you, you have gone to school, you never write anything down. The thief cometh not for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. What does the, what does the devil steal? Satan needs is the word that if he can if he can get the word out of your heart, he's finished with you. I said, if what if what Satan can get your word, and then if he doesn't get the word out of your heart to deceive you, to to think that the word has no power. It is the power of the word. He says the word is living, it is powerful, it is sharp. The word is what? Sharper than any two-edged sword. So, the word is actually a weapon that cuts. You see, most people come to church, they, there's, a, there's a case. You are connected to a case. You, some, you, your life is ticked with certain things. But the, the sword of the word. So, number one, the, the one symbol of the word is the sword. 
A sword is a weapon of war. Is what? He says, and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Talking about the weapons of our warfare. He says, the sword is a weapon. Satan, Satan comes against you. You remove your sword. Remove your, your, your word. He says, Ephesians 6, 17. He says, taking the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Sword of the Spirit. So, if the word cuts things, it, it's able to slice things. You understand? It says it's able to pierce even to the division of the soul and the spirit. The word is able to enter the bones. <laughs> Listen, I, I, tr- I believe the word of God. It's power in God's word. Don't look for money. That's why don't look for money. Get the word. All the money will come to you. So Jesus spoke to Peter. He said, Simon Peter, the people are asking for tax from me. Take a hook. Go to the sea. Cut a fish. The fish that you cut, the first one, open the map. Remove the map. Remove a gold coin from the map. Come and pay our tax and pay, pay my tax and pay your tax. Jesus knows where the money is. He said the word. He spoke the word to Peter. He said, look. Peter! Jesus met Peter at the sea of Galilee. Peter said, we have worked all night. Luke chapter 5 verse 5. Peter said, at thy word. Let me see. He caught a great number of fishes. And the fish, the nets began to break. And the fish, the ship started sinking. Why? The word of God. Don't play with God's word. He says, at your word. The word is able to enter your mind and heal you from foolishness. I said every foolishness, the word can solve it. No, 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 no. Bible says renewing your mind by what? The word. Renew your mind. Praise God. Quickly, number two. The word is a hammer. The word is what? A hammer. Jeremiah twenty three twenty nine. Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. So we are taking, we'll go, we'll come to fire, but let's take the, the hammer first. Say hammer. Say it, hammer. You see, why is the word of God like hammer? There are some people, their hearts are so hard. The God, God must work on your heart. See, the thing, look, sometimes it's not your fault. It is your upbringing. The one who trained you. Your mother was stubborn. So you too, you are stubborn. Your mother, your mother, your father didn't respect anyone. You too, you don't respect anyone. Hard heart. Oh yeah. It takes somebody whose heart is hard to do certain things. Their heart, you see, Bible says the heart of man is wicked and desperately wicked. The heart of man is what? Desperately wicked. Not only does the, the word of God tackles your hard heart, but also hard situations in your life, hard conditions. The word of God is able to break your poverty. I said the word of God is able to break your poverty. I said the word of God is able to break the poverty. 
Have you seen this church? Have you seen this beautiful auditorium? When we came here, some of the rocks were like this. As tall as this ones. Here, in this building. But, I remember when I came, we were asking, how are we going to remove it? Then there was an idea. What was the idea? They said, let's burn the rocks. When we burn them, then we take a hammer. Then we took a hammer. And then the hammer, poof, pra, poof, pra, poof, pra. We broke all the stones here. Where? Anything that is standing your way, the word of the hammer is able to break it into pieces. Your failure in life, the word of the hammer is able to break it into pieces. Yes! The word! Bible says, a contrite heart and a broken spirit, the Lord will not reject. Huh? So sometimes, as the word is coming, you see that it is breaking your heart. It's breaking your heart. It's breaking your heart. It's breaking your heart. It's breaking your heart. Then it is softening your heart. When the word of God breaks your heart, you, you know some of the character, some of the things that will enter into you? You'll be, you'll be of a lonely heart. You'll be humble. Some people, it's pride. Pride! Listen to me. Listen to me. From the Bible, Bible says, God resists the proud. God resists who? The proud. The proud man is an enemy of God. Your heart is hard. It takes God's word. It says, if my word like and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. The word. The word. I said the word. Say the word. It breaks certain things from me. Every mountain that is standing in your way, the word will break it into pieces. Speak the word to it. It will be broken into pieces. In the name of Jesus. Number three, right? The word is fire. The word is what? Tell somebody, fire. Shout fire. Fire. Shout fire. 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 Listen to me. For God to have you and to bless you, sometimes the word must burn your heart. Luke 24, 32. Give me me from verse 24. Yes, the 24. 24, 24, quickly. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said. But he, but him, they did not see. That's verse. Then he said to them, Oh foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophet have spoken. That's verse. Ought not the Christ to be suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. Then they drew near to the village where they were going and he indicated that he would have gone further. But they constrained him saying, abide with us for it is toward evening and the day it is fast spent. It's fast spent. And it, and it came to pass as he sat at the table with them that he blessed bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them. 31. Then their eyes were open and they knew him and he vanished from their sight. 32. And they said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us? 
Listen. When Jesus resurrected, Bible said that two, Jesus had resurrected. People have seen him. And some of the disciples, some of the followers of Jesus, Bible says they were on a journey. And then on this journey, somebody came to them. But they didn't know who the person is. And the person asked them, what has happened in Jerusalem? And then they said, Jerusalem. And I say, ah, now I'm going to go to Jerusalem. I'm going to go to Jerusalem. I'm going to go to we don't believe what he said. Do you know who that person was? It was Jesus himself. He met them on the road to Emmaus. Are you here with me? And the Bible said that Jesus began to teach them the word, beginning from Moses and to all the prophets, opening and expounding the scriptures to them. So when they got to a place, still, they couldn't believe it. They couldn't see who he was. So they got to a junction and Jesus decided, Jesus presented that he was going away. And then one of them said, oh, why don't you come and stay with us for the night? Because it is late. So Jesus stayed with them. And in the night, he took bread and blessed it. He took fish and blessed it. When he blessed it, he gave it to them to eat. The moment they ate it, their eyes opened. Not that they were blind. But spiritually, their eyes opened. When their eyes opened, they saw that it was Jesus. They said, ah! And Jesus disappeared. Jesus left them. When Jesus left them, one of them said, ah! Did not our heart burn within us when he was talking to us? Didn't you feel it inside? You know, listen to me. We listen to the news. We listen to politics. We listen to economics. We go for lectures. But you see, all those things don't set our hearts on fire. Except the word of God. Except the word of God. I remember I was a little boy when I went to church the first time. I was sitting at the back of the church. And then my pastor was preaching. When he was preaching, do you know what I said to myself? I said, I have not heard heard words like this before. My heart was preaching. Today when we went to church, there's a small boy. I think he, he, he's a shoeshine. Shoemaker. He, the last time he was passing by our church. And then we called him. Then he came to the service. He was just passing by. When, when we closed, he left. I thought he won't come back again. Today when he came, he brought his friends from his area to come and hear the word of God. You know what? The word began to burn in his heart. The word began to burn in the side. Something is burning inside you. You go to church. The pastor is preaching. And then all of a sudden, you feel somebody cannot sit down. Ah, something is doing me. Ah, the word is burning. Yes, it's burning. Peter preached. Bible, the people shouted in, in, in Acts chapter 3. He says, Bible says, the people were pricked in their heart. And he says, men and brethren, what shall we do to be saved? Their heart started burning. What happened? Their heart began to burn inside them. The word is fire. God told Jeremiah, in Jeremiah 29, he says, I put my word in your mouth like fire. And the people, I make them wood. When you speak to them, it will begin to burn. See, they cannot sit down. They cannot, something is doing me. Unless they do the word. 
you need the fire. So for us to remove the stones and then the stones here, we needed two things. We needed fire and what? And hammer. Sometimes that's how some people's hearts are. The fire must burn in your heart. And then the hammer comes and breaks it, grinds it into powder. The word is able to make you gentle. It's able to break you. I have had different encounters with the word of God. Look, uh, there are times I read the word and I, I cannot speak. I read the word and I begin to shake. We'll get there. We'll get there. Praise the Lord. The word is fire. It will begin to burn. What is the purpose of fire? Fire is for purification. Do you know gold? Most of us, when we see gold in its raw state, we will not be able to identify it. But you see, when it is refined, when it is purified, they take the impurities. The word of God is able to take the chaff away from your life. It's able to burn the negative things from your life. The addictions. The, 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 some of the things in your life. The word of God is able to take care of them. This here with me. makes you, then it refines you. It makes you genuine. It makes you pure. Perfect. The word of God makes you perfect. You see, there are a lot of things that needs to be that needs to be taken care of by the word. The more you sit under the word, the word the word burns all those things, purifies. It also burns curses. It also burns things that are in your life, limitations. The word is able to burn. It's like hammer that breaks the rock into what to pieces. Hallelujah. Lastly, let me give you one more. The word of God is gold. Gold to enrich. Listen to me. The word of God brings wealth, self wealth. It destroys inferiority. Listen, you are the word of God makes your life rich like gold. It makes you precious. Are you here with me? It makes you what? Precious. Psalm 19, verse 7. Listen. Psalm 19, verse 7. I'm closer now. Thank you, Jesus. I'm closer. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eye. Nine. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgment of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold. Yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also. Than honey and the honeycomb. The word of God makes your life precious. It makes your life what? It makes you see that you, you are not a useless person. You are not an inferior good. But you are precious to God. That's why you, that's why you won't take alcohol to destroy yourself. That's why you will not destroy your body. Why? Because you are precious to God. The word of God brings yourself worth. The word of God makes you an important person. He says, Ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, see, a special people, and holy nation, chosen by God. You are a child of God. So the word of God brings the gold in you out. It will take you from a, a village and set you on high. He says, It will set you on high above all nations. I see the Lord blessing you. The gold in you will come out. Stand to your feet. I said the gold in you will come out.
Lift up your hands. Thank you, Jesus. The message you just heard was produced by Global Impact Media of the God Life Center Church International. For more information, contact 0249-520713. You can also visit us this and every Sunday at Christ City God Life Center Church International. Situated at Sokoban and Payo off Awundu Daban Road, Kumasi. If you want to give your life to Christ, you can do so by praying this prayer after me. Say, Father, I come to you this day. I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me and you rose again. Be the Lord and Master of my life. Wash me in your blood and forgive me of all my sins. I am now a child of God, born again and sanctified by the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Amen.